0: You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by. Blue Chew. When it comes to sex, there's a lot of pressure on the guy, and experiencing erectile dysfunction can definitely ruin the mood. This is where Blue Chew comes in a chewable male performance tablet that has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can get your prescription filled online and have your package shipped directly to you. Go to BlueChew.com and use promo code Holly to get your first box for free. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com and use promo code HOLLY. Holly Randall Unfiltered is also brought to you by Lalo. Looking for the perfect Valentine's Day gift to give your partner? Surprise them with the highest quality sex toys from Lalo. Lalo is the world's leading designer brand for intimate lifestyle products. And this Valentine's Day, they're offering my listeners 20% off any products not already on discount when you use Holly 20 At laylo.com. That's 20% off with code Holly20 at L E L O.com. Today on the show, we have Brittany Amber, a highly requested guest who I have worked with many times in the past decade of her porn career. I shot her back when she was brand new, and I recently worked with her again just a few months ago. Brittany is a very easy, down to earth performer who always gives 100% and never complains, making her a favorite of many. In today's show, we talk about everything from her start at the Bunny Ranch, a brothel in Nevada, to her love of bow hunting, to the very difficult situation she faces as a mother raising her teenage daughter in a world where all of her films are so easily accessible online. It's this last topic that I know is really hard for a lot of porn star parents to deal with. And so I really appreciate Brittany's candor in discussing how she deals with this very uncomfortable topic that is inevitable for so many people in the adult industry who have children. Brittany Amber, everyone, on Holly Randall Unfiltered. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. If you are actually listening to this on a Wednesday, which is the day that it comes out, today is actually a Monday. It's the Monday before AVN. So there's a lot of excitement and anticipation in the air. And today I have on the podcast the beautiful, the bodacious, (laughs) Brittany Amber. (laughs)
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, I've had a lot of people request you, so oh, I'm well, glad very... you could finally make it in.
1: Awesome. I'm very glad to hear that I've been requested so much. So uh, you are going to be
0: at AVN. And again, when this actually comes out to like all of the regular public platforms, it will be the week after AVN. but. Yes. How do you feel about Avian? Are you looking forward to it? Is it a little bit of a drag at this point? Because you've been in the industry for a while. so. Yes,
1: yes. Well, Well, um, I'm actually looking forward to it this year because – um, I'm going to be going out with my boyfriend. Oh, cool. So I know I haven't still feels a little I can't even talk. It feels so weird to say I haven't I've been single for so long and this is mm-hmm. a kind of a new thing. And mm-hmm. so um he and I have been shooting tons of content together. He's oh, actually cool. really good with the camera and doing stills and editing and stuff. Is and, he in the industry or no? Um, kind of. Well, he used to do some um, softcore movies and okay. um photography in the industry, but um, he, he's never
0: been an actual performer. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: So, um, did you meet him on set or did you meet him outside? Yeah.
1: He was actually shooting for a smaller company that I was working for and that's how we met. And mm-hmm. that's what he was telling me, Cause I had, at the time I wasn't doing my own content and mm-hmm. a lot of people up to that point were telling me like, you know, cause I didn't, I didn't even have OnlyFans fans or anything. I was not doing at all any of my own content, but I was, you know, shooting a lot for a lot of other companies and traveling all over doing feature dancing and stuff. And everyone's like, <laughs> That's so crazy that you're not doing your own content. You're really missing out on a lot. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. But the thing is, I always give myself the excuse that I, you know, I live in the desert. I live far from everybody. It's really hard to get out here and do content trade and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, he's like, Oh yeah, you know, I'll come out and do content for you. I'll even drive out, you know, to where I live and made it impossible for me to say no. And so I'm so happy that he came along because it's been really, I mean, things have been really amazing so far with the, the, um, how my content's been received. I mean, um, It's crazy, right? Yeah, well, I've. It's like a gold mine that, like, you just uncovered. It's so
0: (laughs) bizarre how much money girls are making. I even finally opened up my own OnlyFans and
1: I, like. Oh, nice. Congratulations. How long have you had yours? Like. A month. Oh, really? Same a month with and me. A half. I, you know, and I'm really surprised too that, I mean, I, a, a few other girls that I was talking to at, at XBiz were saying that they just started theirs too. And so I always thought that, you know, everybody's already had theirs for years. It's something that I kind of was already going to give up on ever doing. But then, um, you know, Johnny Castle, he has a network of, mm-hmm. um, girls on OnlyFans. And so, yeah, he had came along and, you know, um, told me that, you know, he'd help me out and, you know, just, you know, do content and this and that. And so it, it's been, that's been working out really great. But, um, even better than that, though, my model hub, pornhub channel, mm-hmm. that we, that's where we have been putting all the content has been really doing so, so good so far. And I was already, um, a newcomer of the month. So they give out prizes every, I think it's for every two months. They give prizes for newcomers. So I was the newcomer of the month. And then I'm also already in the top 20 earners, um, of the month, also for the last couple months. Wow. So yeah, I I can't, yeah, it's been really, really awesome on there. And I got already, I already have so many other ideas. And that's another thing too is, I mean like we were talking about earlier before we started with YouTube, like that's one of my favorite things is, you know, putting these videos together, having this creative outlet of, you know, all these things that are in my mind. I'm like, oh, I want to do this and this and this and all these, you know, fun things. But everything on YouTube gets demonetized oh, yeah. and it's like so much work for nothing. So it's awesome to have all these ideas for Pornhub and it's all, and they can just flourish there. And so I think I'm like kind of been Adding like a YouTube twist to my um to my porn videos, kind of. I don't know if anybody watching this has seen any of my my Pornhub videos, Pornhub model hub. I don't know. I I know there's a difference, but I always just say the same. But um. Like for example, I had just painted a canvas with my bush. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I had my titties out and like my vagina out, and it actually turned out so. I have to show you a picture of it. It is beautiful. It Looks like a beauty... It's 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 better than any of these paintings on the Anything wall. Anything is
0: better than these paintings <laughs> on the wall. I'm sorry. It is, uh, it's By the actually way, people, really nice. this is not my art. I've had some. We were just saying <laughs> we before just we started. There have been some comments on the YouTube about the art on the walls, and one guy was. Actually, like mad about one of these. And I was like, dude, these are not mine. Okay. Not mine. Not my idea. We're moving studios in a couple of months and none of this shit will be on the wall. So if you guys don't like it, just hang tight. It's going to change.
1: I <laughs> Anyways, I know. I have to sell you my pussy painting. That would be a beautiful addition. I don't know if I <laughs> can afford it. It sounds like a priceless piece. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I would like to sell it to somebody, but at the same time, I don't want to sell it because it looks so cool. It actually turned out. Amazing. Well, hold on. Can you get it replicated and just sell like copies of it?
0: Like you keep the original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Well, I think I want to do more of those videos that actually mm. got a lot of views, and like that one has also been received really well. You could well do because an I was art like, gallery show. Yeah, I know, dude. That, like that would be honestly like, and the
0: way that the art world is, and like the way that they like different kinds of piece, and like the way that pieces, and the way that like sexuality is becoming this yes. kind of hot topic, mm-hmm. like sexy kind of, um, you know, sex and art or something that can definitely be intertwined. I bet you anything, if you did like a whole Mm -hmm. like series, you could probably find some bougie art, like uh gallery to,
1: to have you do a show I know I wonder if my publicist knows anything about that because yeah I've been I was kind of thinking that too after I did that video and I seen what came out because it is really actually beautiful and I was like I was like it's really nice if I get a like a, a really good amount of money that I will sell this but I'm like man or maybe I should do more I definitely want to do more I, I I don't know I I don't know I definitely I think you should do more. A,
0: I'm telling you like this is something that's unique cuz like mm-hmm. it's always so hard to find something that nobody else has done, you know? Like everything's mm-hmm. been done. And I'm sure like something along these lines has been done, but all you need is some really well-worded write-up about how you're using this art to combine To express your sexuality in some kind Mm. of way. And like, you know what I mean? Just something well-worded and that sounds good. And I'm telling you, like, people will totally go for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because there's a lot behind it, too. It's not just splashes of paint on a canvas. There's a lot behind it. So I think that's really cool. And even, like, for example, oh, my God. Did you hear recently, a couple months ago, how they had that really famous art piece that was just a banana duct tape, too? Yes a canvas it's like oh my god was that a Banksy I don't I don't know who the it wasn't Ernie shaking his head what
0: was it I don't know but it was a Banksy though I thought it was Can't you look it up and see what
1: it was yep. so we can have the answer Yeah so I don't even know it, it... I mean, if that's what's popular, come on, let me in like my art. (laughs) Art is in the eye of the beholder, right? (laughs) If
0: if anything, art is not necessarily maybe so much what like it looks like, but whether or not it stimulates thought and conversation. It depends Mm -hmm. on what you think art is. And I think a lot of people see art as something that that is, you know, stimulating in some way, you know, and Mm -hmm. that that gets you. I mean, everybody's talking about this. Banana taped to a fucking <laughs> canvas, right? Well, It's getting people to talk. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I feel like What's I feel that? like you're on to something here. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm really excited to do more with that. But even besides, you know, something silly like that, which is not really that silly. I mean, like I said, it's actually gotten bought a lot of times on my channel, and people, it's got a really high um, uh, percentage on you know the likes, uh, like the like to dislike ratio and everything. So I, I was really TV. surprised because I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to put this out and see because it's not really, I don't know if it's something you really to masturbate to. Oh, he's got the answer. Yeah, the answer. It's Maurizio uh, Catalan. Cat- Cat-
0: Cat- Maurizio Catalan's wow I probably did not pronounce that right okay cool alright now we know it's right. not a Banksy I don't know I used to say saying weird I'm like that's a Banksy shirt right yeah. what do I know clearly I'm not very well versed in the art world
1: but I was going to say though also besides doing the painting I also did like reviews of toys kind of you know people mm-hmm. like review things on yeah. YouTube but I reviewed all these kind of weird toys that I never used before like I like my most recent video which my boyfriend thinks is like one of my funniest and best like kind of YouTube-esque porn videos is we use this cock extender thing have you ever seen those it's like a sleeve that goes over the cock and it's is it kind of like a pump? Does it, like, pull out? No, it's it's kind of like you put it over uh, the hard cock, and it kind of extends it. has little bumps and stuff on it. It kind of, you know, like, oh. Bad Dragon has some weird ones that look like tentacles and stuff. Oh, I but. see.
0: So the guy wears it, and so, it, okay, so it's something, It's not, it doesn't extend the cock, like, physically it just no. means that yeah. you have an... extent got i got gotcha, you i got gotcha, you gotcha, gotcha. it's like a strap on dildo for a guy
1: yeah okay and so i was on um i was on on you know on their little toy section looking at the by most by the way if you oh, go to AdamandEve.com oh, and you, nice. Holly, you get 10 free gifts just saying okay go on awesome segue <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah i was on there and i was looking at their most uh, highly rated toys and this was actually had hundreds of ratings or even maybe thousands of ratings and it was like a four and a half of five stars so i was like okay this thing must be good so i got it but i don't know it's it's not really made for it it doesn't look like it's a one size fits all kind of thing Mm. you know it didn't come all the way down like the head of his dick didn't fit in there so i was like it must be for because i kind of enjoyed it so i think maybe it's more of the females that were reviewing it, but he hated it. Oh, but I don't know, maybe for a little bit of a
0: smaller dick. I was going to say, maybe his penis is too large for it. So someone, is he like pretty big?
1: He's not, he's he's not like super big or anything. But he's like average or above average? Maybe a little bit above average, but that's the thing too, is like, I don't know how those things work. I was really surprised that there's are so many good ratings on that one, though, but I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I really like about those review videos is because it's not really like – it's kind of like raw and real. It's yeah, just like you know, kind of testing something. It's not like we're just sitting there like trying yeah. to be all like you know sexy or right? – I don't know. We were just yeah. kind of going with it, and then we ended up having to use like a cock ring to get through it. And everything. I don't know, but it was – I don't know. It was a good time. It definitely turned out to be a great time. (laughs) Well,
0: I think that everything that you're talking about right now really speaks to how the public has a hunger for things that are real and things that are authentic Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. things that feel like really show who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, everybody... The internet is inundated with fantasy and like professionally filmed porn scenes Mm -hmm. and you know, the, the whole like fake orgasm situation and all that kind of stuff. So I think what people really want is they want to see things that are, that are true and that Mm -hmm. are real. And these platforms like OnlyFans and Model Hub and even YouTube, if they allow you to post anything as an adult star. Allow people to see you as a person and they feel like a more personal connection. And I think that people really respond to that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like even we were talking about earlier with the OnlyFans thing. Mm-hmm. I just recently started my OnlyFans too. And that's already doing so well. And even up until I even did OnlyFans, I had so many people reaching out to me on social media like, when do you gonna do OnlyFans? Like, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. like, oh gosh. And the thing is too is, you know, cause I've been in the business. Um, well, Oh my gosh, it's over 12 years now. So I'm like back then, you know, I was like about a year and a half before I even had a Twitter, you know. So there was really no social media when I started. There was only Facebook and MySpace. I don't even know if I even had a Facebook when I first started, but it's just like more and more stuff and then there's so many and it's like where do you even start? And then like, oh, I got to drive I'm like ah. oh, you're like all of these whiny excuses, but I'm really happy that I jumped on board because you know like we were saying that's what people really want more than anything, you know. Yeah. And so I think I it's going to be really interesting to see how that like plays in with the yeah. industry in the coming years and yeah. with the, with all the companies and everything. And yeah, it
0: was interesting. I was speaking to another popular model. I won't say her name because I don't want to like out her in case anybody decides that this is something like talking shit. But we were talking about the AVN show and how it's actually going to be. Mm-hmm. Different this year because MindGeek doesn't have a booth and MindGeek is Browser's Twisty's, Reality King's Pornhub.
1: Yeah. Like
0: one of the biggest, if not the biggest company. Yeah. And then Vixen isn't having a booth either.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we were just talking about how, you know, and a lot and, and I was saying, you know, that I'm not going to the awards this year. And she was like, I don't think I'm gonna go next year mm. because we don't really like the industry is changing so much and the big companies don't have the stranglehold on the industry that it used to have. Like, yes, Isn't yes. it so nice for you now to know that you don't necessarily need to depend on being booked by companies mm-hmm. in order to make a living? Like, You're more independent now by being oh, able yeah. to create your own content. Mm-hmm. And this is what's happening for everybody. So going to these big shows where people are paying an exorbitant amount of money to um, have these booths where fans can come and meet the girls and get their pictures signed or whatever, back in the day, that used to be the only way that you could meet girls, really, Mm -hmm. was at these conventions. Well, now you can meet them and talk to them on OnlyFans and you can interact with them on Snapchat. I mean, yeah, it's virtual, but Mm -hmm. it's still, you know, you get a lot more of their attention because obviously when people are standing in line to get their pictures signed, they can't talk to you for a particularly long time. Mm -hmm. So the industry is just really changing and it'll be interesting to see how these conventions Kind of play out because I think you're right. I think it's, it's gonna get smaller and smaller and like,
1: mm-hmm. where yeah. is that gonna go? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. That's what my, actually a lot of people have been saying like every time we bring up av and like oh, it's gonna be interesting this year everybody keeps saying that it's like ee! and then i was talking to uh, a couple of months ago or you may maybe even a month ago it was i was talking to my agent and uh, i was talking to first to my feature dancing agent he's the one that told me that um browsers uh, no mind geek or vixen wasn't going to be there and then i was talking to um jonathan you know my mm-hmm. um my uh, Jonathan Morgan, uh, next level, yeah, yeah, and I was talking to him too. and I was, I was I told, him, I was like, Yeah, you know, like, Browser's gonna have a booth. And he's like, Oh, Brittany, I think you're mistaken. I don't think that Dave knows all this stuff. And even Dave, too, was like, There's so many girls that aren't going and everything, but he he was like, He thought he, that I was mistaken when I was telling him, he was like, Oh, no, 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 I, I think you got that. I think you misheard heard that. I think he doesn't know and all this stuff, but yeah, it is crazy. Like,
0: but it's funny, it. too. There's a lot of girls who are going but not to go to the convention, like, for example, Nicole Annison's one of them, but she's going. Mm-hmm. Out there to shoot content because yeah. everybody's <laughs> going to be in town. Yeah, yeah. But she's not going to the actual show, to the awards, or to the show floor. Mm-hmm. She's only going there because everyone's going to be there and she's going out there specifically to shoot content. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there, it, so there's still like room, I think, for a big gathering of everybody in mm-hmm. the industry, but you know, paying hundreds. Hundreds, I shouldn't say hundreds, but like thousands of dollars. You know, I think tens of thousands of dollars for like a booth and and mm-hmm. all of that. And it's just like yeah,
1: so. I, I heard I heard last year that they doubled the rates on the booths yeah, or something on people. And they even did the entry cost for our, the fans and even the fans I think were all was... complaining about like the new security regulations. I remember last year, so many people were complaining about everything. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, it's going to be better. But this year, though, I am a little more excited because. I have a lot less to do this year, though I have so much that I have to do. But last year, I literally had a nervous breakdown. I literally didn't even have even a second between doing things. I tried to get to my room, get ready for the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. But um, I am not feature dancing this year, which is, woo, that's already so yeah. much off me. I can just relax. And then... um I I am a do, working for the show again this year. Last year I got to do uh backstage interviews and um so you have to show up for the rehearsal and everything for that. Yep. So I think that I still have to do that again. Mm-hmm. But it'll be red carpet interviews this year. So oh cool. For ABM? Yeah, that's so I won't have to be there all night or anything. So yeah. th- that's cool. So that's that's gonna be A little less than last year. It's
0: a great way to skip the red carpet line, which is absurd. (laughs) Yes. And every year they try to, or I mean, bless Avian, they try, man. They really try to organize it and they gave everybody like red carpet tickets that was like color coded. So you came at like different times. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't matter. Everyone like still showed up at the same time. Nobody knew where to stand. Mm -hmm. You still stood and waited for like, two and a half hours to go through mm-hmm. the red carpet line. I just can't. I just can't handle it anymore.
1: Yeah. I can't. I can't do it. I just yeah. don't care enough. I know. Most years it takes like two to three hours
0: to get through the red carpet. Yes. And you're generally just standing there waiting to do the red carpets too mm-hmm. much.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't have the patience. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. That'll be good. At least got to work a little bit for it. But I love doing interviews. So, mm-hmm. I- I've been pretty excited about that so let's back up a little bit
0: Um, how did you actually get into the industry
1: Uh, well um, I've Started um, at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch. I don't know if you remember the show uh, Cat House on HBO. I do. Yeah, that was actually a really fun show. And I was a big fan of that show before going up there. Like, that's obviously how I heard about it. Mm-hmm. And I was a hotel auditor. I was working at 11 to 7 in the morning just auditing paperwork. And so um, at the hotel, we had HBO and the late night shows would come on. And that's how I started watching Cat House all the time. So I started watching it at home, too. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, all these girls look like they're having the time of their lives. having so much fun making all this money. And I'm like, I want to get in on that. And mm-hmm. so the way that I went about this too is, um, back then the only social media was MySpace, And so I, <laughs> I went to, um, Dennis Hoff, you know, the owner of my, or yeah, of my space, the owner of the bunny ranch. And so, um, I sent him a message on there, and at the time I was married, because I was married young, I got married when I was 18, and I just shot him a message, and I didn't think he would ever even see it, you know, because yeah, you know, he is who he is, and I'm just whatever, but he actually got back to me in like two days, and had this huge message for me, and said that he would pay for me to come out no obligations, I didn't like it, I'd never have to come back, and then he talked to me many times the week of me, before me coming out, but um, it took me a uh, I don't know, like a little while, a few days to convince my husband to let me go try this and everything, and I how was did, kind of... How did that conversation go? Did you
0: guys have an open hmm. relationship beforehand?
1: No, but I mean, we got married young, and, and our, you know, I don't know, I I was kind of already fixing for a way to find my independence and my way mm-hmm. out of this, you know, right. I mean, we didn't have like a horrible relationship, it was just like... It was just the wrong decision, I understand. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know, like I said, I was 18, I like, guess that explains it all, but... Yeah. <laughs> and also I got pregnant at the same time so mm-hmm. like that I, I would never even really in, wanted to get married until my grandpa Frank on the phone was like oh well he's got you pregnant and he doesn't want to marry you and I was like trying to pound that into my head and I'm like oh maybe he's right right Mm-mm. he wasn't that made things a lot work a lot harder but yeah. Yeah, I found my way around that and you know, I am happy that the way everything kind of transpired because it, it did help me find my independence and once everything, you know, fizzled out, it was like about six months later when we had parted ways and everything and um, but yeah, like I, <laughs> what was I, um, you started, the moonlight. so
0: Dennis said he would fly you out, no obligations. Yeah.
1: I was trying to remember if I was eight, 19 or 20. I was either 19 or 20 though when I, yeah, I forced went out there cause I wasn't even old enough to drink yet. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I did not know what to expect. Oh my God. Um, what was it like? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, <sighs> I don't know, like, I was going to say that, like, you know, at first, because the first day that I was there, I didn't book any parties. Like, I didn't really know what to expect. You know, this was, I was so young. This was my first time leaving home. I had, my daughter was like two years old, I think at the time. So, or maybe even one, maybe not even two yet and I don't know like I said i have a husband at home and I'm just like so much going on and I'm just like ah and then the second day I, I don't know why Um, I forgot because I, I started crying for some reason you know just because I was just like I don't know, overwhelmed. And at the same time, like nothing was happening. I'm just like, oh, well, what's going on? Like, I don't know how to do that. Hey, what am I, am I even the right decision? Like there's so many things going on in my head and I kind of had like a nervous breakdown and some of the girls uh pulled me into the room and, you know, kind of gave me a pep talk and made me feel better and everything. And then, uh bell rang you know while I was in there crying and everything and so they were like well do you want to go to the lineup da, da, da. so i was like okay you know go out to the lineup and then i ended up getting picked then and i was just like oh well okay at least you know i got picked or whatever and so yeah, that make you feel better well yeah so i got picked and then so it was a guy from alaska and he was a virgin he worked on the, uh, the shipping boats out there right there's not a lot of women out there no and so that's why he ha- made this trip out to the ranch and so i don't know maybe because you know i was like crying and i just maybe well, like felt like like i don't know more comfortable with me and not intimidated by <laughs> it were you did,
0: did you look like you've been crying in the lineup
1: probably i was literally just crying when the, it wouldn't happen and they're just like you want to go look at i'm gonna child? take the crying one <laughs> that's my choice i don't know well i guess whatever happened worked because i ended up looking that party too and he like i said he was a virgin and stuff and maybe then, you looked like
0: less intimidating than the other girls and because he was a virgin that appealed to him
1: yeah that's what probably what it was that's what i was thinking it had been something like that but um yeah so he ended up booking the party for an hour and yeah i think i remember about that too and i because i don't even really know how all this works you know you're supposed to talk about um the the activities in the party before you book it and everything and go through a lot of girls book by the activity so if you're doing anal then you do more dah, dah, dah. Right. and so um but a lot of girls some girls will just do it by the hour but Or both or whatever. So I kind of did like buy both, you know, as time progressed. So you have a lot of
0: independence in terms of like what you're going to do, how much you're going to charge, how long it's going to take. Like you get to independently Mm -hmm. negotiate that. The Bunny Ranch doesn't have any say in that. No, no. They just take
1: 50%.
0: Right,
1: okay. So, yeah. And so, um. but yeah, I know this guy, just because he didn't know, I didn't even know either, he tried to put it in my butt, and that hurt. I was like, wait a minute. He's like, is that the right hole? Well, yeah, he, he might have not even known. Like I said, he's a virgin, but yeah. But he's seen, like, female genitalia before, right? I know, well, maybe he just thought, like, he could do whatever. I don't know, but that's the, that's the one thing that stood out to me from that day. I was just like, ah, wait. So... What, were you in doggy in that position, maybe? Because sometimes it's easy to slip and go into the wrong hole in doggy. But if I feel like if you're in Mish, I don't know. No, I don't think it was. I think he was on top. Of me. I think he, you know, he, he was trying to, act, it wasn't a, a, an accident. You know, I think he just, you know, he that was his first time ever there. That was actually my first time too. I don't know. He was just, so how, just how got, so how, what, how long did he last? Um, it was a while, you know, it, as a virgin, he yeah, wants to yeah, well. I was, I, yeah, I don't remember him like just coming immediately. Like I said, the thing that really did stick out to me most of that whole day was just he tried to put it in my ass and that hurt. You know, just like, yeah. wait. <laughs> yeah. But
0: <laughs> yeah. how was that? So how was the experience like overall? Like wh- when you were done, did you feel like, oh, that wasn't like what I expected or it was what I expected or I feel good about that or that wasn't
1: so great, but I'll oh, give it another shot. Uh, after like, the that one first part? the first was, one, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I felt much better after that. Okay. Because, yeah. Oh, well, excuse me. I made good money and I was just like, okay now, I'll, you know, and he was like, like nice. Was he like hmm. grateful and like, yeah, no. Yeah. He was really nice and everything. Um, but I was going to say like, I think it was mostly fear of the unknown, Yeah, you know, that always gets me with everything. You know, mm-hmm. I just did not know what to expect it. Just so much just exploding out of my head. I was just, oh, my God, you know, mm-hmm. that's why that kind of just overtook me. But after I got that down, then it was just like, OK, you know, yeah, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> yes
0: and then um how so did you continue did you stay at the bunny ranch like what happened
1: after that yeah and i stayed there for like three and a half years oh wow and yeah and i actually met a girl that was in the industry who or you know in the in the porn industry who came over to the ranch and that's how i had met my first agent Mm -hmm. it was her agent and it being do you remember a guy dick nasty (laughs) <laughs> how could you forget a name like that yeah uh, i do okay, i don't know so, if i ever met him I know. need i, I say more yeah okay so yeah i he i was only with him like a week and a half oh, and then God. shy love saved me she met me on set and she this guy's got a bad reputation and everything and there was a lot of other, a lot of shit that happened and so i met her on a set on a hustler set and she was just like he's having this happened this happened da, da, da. she's like you're my girl you have no say in this like i i got this from here da, da, da. and so she kind of saved me and what gave did me no do? choice so. what did he do
0: did he just like book you on shady
1: gigs did he not um, Was he yeah. not honest with you about uh, what you uh, were yes, doing all the above all and those things he did yes and also um uh, like, I guess one notable thing, cause there was a few things. Um, he had booked a scene with us together and he had said, well, at the end of the scene, there's going to be a few guys that come in at the end and just come on your face. And then that's it. Da-da-da. All in the same scene. But then after, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm like the way that he just casually throws that out
0: there. <laughs> yeah, so do a scene, and then there's just don't worry, just a couple of random dudes are gonna walk in and
1: just come all over your face, but it's fine, like it's totally normal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> um, so what happened was uh, I was just like, okay, that's what we had already. I had agreed on but then after our scene together he was like okay well go get cleaned up for the next scene and go get re- so I was already like okay that's weird because it's supposed to be on the same scene yeah got re- all you know redressed got my makeup on and everything and then he was like oh we'll come into the room and meet who you're working with and I walked in the room it was like 30 something guys what yes <laughs> what? So this was my second scene
0: oh my god
1: mm-hmm. and he so he booked me for a bukkake scene uh, like, for my, yeah, and didn't tell me about any of this. And he was like, and I told him he told me too. He was like, Well, you know, if you leave now or anything, you're going to get a bad name in the industry. You know, this is going to spread around about you that you're hard to deal with. And, oh. you know, you don't want to do that right at the beginning, all this stuff. Yeah, this is like textbook, like <laughs> bad agency abuse, yeah, like this he,
0: these are the stories mm-hmm. that make me. Fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And I have to say I'm grateful because I feel like there's a lot less of those kinds of people around now. I think that the that social media has actually really helped kind of cull the herd in a bit mm-hmm. in a way because um, these stories, and I've heard these stories before, they don't happen nearly as frequently anymore yeah, because that yeah. is like – completely absurd. And of Mm -hmm. course you feel stuck because you don't know better. Like you don't know that you don't need to do that. And that, Mm -hmm. you know, if you told any professional person working in the industry that that was why you walked out on the scene, everybody would be like, of course, Mm
1: -hmm. why
0: wouldn't you walk out on that scene? That's absurd. I'm really sorry that happened to you.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Just live and you learn. And I'm happy that I met Shy as soon as I did. It was yeah. like a week later, and Thank she God. heard all this. And there's a couple other things I told her about, and she was just like, "No, no, 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 no. You are with me now. That's it." And just she was always, and I got to say too, the the entire time that I was with her, and I was with her all the way up until she sold the agency too. Mm-hmm. She was always, you know, like Mother Goose, made sure I was never in any bad position. Yeah so it's I'm nice very to, very grateful yeah and it's nice to have a woman I think too mm-hmm. sometimes like no is on
0: your side and somebody that understands the industry Oh yeah. and is not going to let that kind of shit happen
1: to you yeah and the funny thing is too is even the girl that got me in contact with that guy she was even telling me too she was like I don't expect she's like I wouldn't uh, recommend him for you or for any new girls she was like I really she even told me about shy too I guess her and shy didn't have a great relationship but she was mm-hmm. like you know shy would probably be better for you she even told me this too and I just was like like well you know I didn't know how that worked and she's like well like you know that's your agent like just like get me in contact with you know I thought that would just be the easiest thing and yeah uh, you know you live live and you learn yeah
0: you live and you learn and Mm -hmm. it's you know telling stories like that I think helps hopefully other new girls or girls who are interested in getting to the industry who listen to my show are like oh I don't actually like have to put up with that because Mm -hmm. I know now that that is like something that is not okay and I don't that doesn't have to be my experience so Mm -hmm. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, Brittany is a bow hunter, which is really cool and unique and exciting. And um, also what it's like to um, raise a kid in the adult industry. So yeah, some cool stuff. So hang on. We'll be right back. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Laylo. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. It's time to prioritize your pleasure and treat yourself Or your partner to a top of the line sex toy. Now, I know that when we think of sex toys, we almost always think of products for women, but Lalo has a revolutionary male masturbator, the F1S. The F1S uses powerfully intense dual motors and revolutionary technology to generate a mind blowing sexual experience. Instead of standard vibrations, one of the motors emits a powerful sonic wave that permeates deep into your penis making it feel as though it's resonating from all directions at once. And this Valentine's Day, they're offering my listeners a special deal. You'll get 20% off any products not already on discount when you use code HOLLY20 at Lalo.com. That's 20% off with code HOLLY20 at L-E-L-O dot com. Come together with Lalo. Holly Randall Unfiltered is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Those of us who work in the adult industry know this better than anyone. When it comes to sex, there's a lot of pressure on the guy to perform. Performance anxiety is a real thing, and it can be brought on by a multitude of reasons, like something as simple as finally going on a date with that hottie you've been crushing on for months. This is where Blue Chew comes in, a male performance tablet in a chewable form. It has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, and it's incredibly convenient to get. You can meet with a physician online who can approve you for a prescription quickly. And the best part is they'll ship it discreetly right to your door. No embarrassing doctor visits or waiting in line at the pharmacy. These chewables work fast, and you can take them on an empty or full stomach. And especially for my listeners, Blue Chew is offering an incredible special. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order for free when you use the promo code HOLLY. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's b-l-u-e-chew.com and use the promo code HOLLY. Okay, so we're back. So I want to ask you about bow hunting because yes. my boyfriend's actually really into that. Yes, and I remember I,
1: you're saying that. Yeah, and <laughs> you
0: guys. I don't know if you remember at X like two years ago. I think mm-hmm. you guys like I introduced you guys, and somehow that came up, and then the two of you just started talking, and yeah. I like couldn't get him away yeah. from you, and I was like, we need to leave. He's like, no, I'm talking to Brittany about bow hunting. I'm like, okay, but we need to go. So how did you get into that? And tell me like a little bit more about that.
1: So, um. Gosh, how many years ago? Somewhere in my twenties, my early mid twenties is when I started shooting my bow, and I've always shot a compound hunting bow. Okay, I kind of started a little bit with a recurve, but can you tell me the difference between the two? Because I don't know shit. Oh, <laughs> so a recurve is more you know, like an Indian bow, or you like pull okay. back your fingers, shh, and then um, the compound hunting bow has the cams, and then you know, you lock it all the way back. It has a trigger, and so when you when you pull it all the way back and then it's set in place, it takes off like ninety percent of the weight. On gotcha. And so that does that so that you can uh, aim while you're hunting. So it takes gotcha. a lot of that tension off. Yeah. And so um, they're also way more accurate. You know, it has the sight on there. Mm-hmm. There's a, uh, there's so many more pluses to that to those. I mean, sometimes it's fun shooting a recurve, but as soon as I started using the compound hunting bow, like that was it for me. Yeah. And then I started doing competitions and um, archery leagues. I haven't been, done an archery league in a while. Um, they're mostly always all guys, you know, and also say. like older men too. And they're kind of like, I'm going to say too, like I, I did uh, most of, there are a few people that were shooting compound bows, a lot more um, recurve shooters. But then at the end of the league, they would have this thing where, um, It was like this fun little thing where, you know, everybody puts in $5 and then you, they give you all quarters and then you put them on this little chart, kind of like this betting thing. And then they have a string with all these balloons and they put a fan to make the balloons go so that, um, you know, Yeah, whoever, yeah, whoever shoots the balloon first, you know, wins all of the, um, of those quarters and, Mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth. So both times I did that, I was the winner and they did not like that. And they were always kind of hating on me because, you know, I shoot a compound bow. There were a few other people too, but it does make it, you know, more accurate, and people are just kind of like you know hating well, a little bit. Shouldn't <laughs> so. they have a category for compound bow and then a category for probably the other bow? <laughs> That I feel like makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. There were there were you know like a handful of us in there too, so it wasn't like super. It wasn't like a big thing. And, yeah, gotcha. Kind of, but I don't know. kind of was, like I said, there was more recurve shooters. So I kind of did feel a little bad, you know, sweeping up on all them. But point being, you know, it was just kind of like, I always felt a little uncomfortable, you know, it's like, yeah whatever. And then, um, but also, you know, I, I started, after that I started shooting at this, um, club called Aranko Bowman is outdoors club. That's, um, it's over, um, by the, uh, the 57. Mm -hmm. And so, um, out there, there's a lot more people that shoot compound bows and a lot of people go out there to practice hunting and stuff. They have one of the pits for, um, broadhead, the broadhead pits. And, um, then I started talking to a lot more people out there about hunting and that's when my interest for hunting came up. And then I had my first time hunting. I just hired a guide up North cause there's not a lot of hunting out here in Southern California. There was a couple places that I've gone, um, uh, you know, Imperial down near Mexico. Right. It's not a great place for hunting, but they have a couple guides out there. There's one guy that's mostly bird hunting. And then um, there's a place that's, near you know in the badlands of redlands Mm -hmm. i think it's probably bighorn ranch i didn't like that place i don't like those ranches that stock you know what i mean but it's just kind of sometimes your only option and you know if you're shooting out here but the place that i went to up north is really cool um it's i just hired a guide out there and they have a lot of different um property that they own but uh for example i was i was up there um, turkey hunting so they're all wild turkeys that are just on their property so it's not like they're stocked animals or anything like that right. and there's so tons of them out there they're not breeding them specifically mm-hmm. for a hunting
0: they're naturally out there yeah but like right? that
1: brig- that bighorn ranch though like they weren't breeding they are just having them shipped in from other places and then they just put them on that land out there and mm-hmm. That terrain is horrible too out there in the Badlands. Like I, I kind of liked it just for that experience, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it is. It feels so much more rewarding when you're out there, like hunting, like like crawling through like the mountains and stuff, like really getting down and dirty. It mm-hmm. kind of feels a lot more. I don't know. It just feels because you know I'm like, I'm about to like digress for a minute, but you know, like how. <sighs> Just us as humans like we're we're animals that we're supposed to be you know we're, I don't know we're supposed to be sitting here in chairs like headphones on we're supposed to be out there like hunting and building and doing things mm-hmm. like that physical and stuff and I think that's you know that really taps into that when you're out there kind of just like feels like oh, that's what you're supposed to be doing yeah. and you feel like so alive mm-hmm. uh-
0: it, it taps into like you're kind of I don't want to say like inner caveman, but you know, like the <laughs> yeah, your primal Your primal yes. sense. Exactly. No, you're right. I mean, you know, so many sicknesses and diseases that we have today are a result of the fact that we're so stationary you now. Because mm-hmm. 'Cause you're right, the human body's not meant to just sit in a chair all day and drink sugary sodas and eat mm-hmm. shitty food with a ton of preservatives. Yeah. You know, we're we're meant to be moving and moving around and hunting for our food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I get that
1: yeah and I just wish we could do it more out here like I was saying like out in Southern California there's just nowhere out here there's nowhere to go but I have a friend out in um, in Texas and she has some land out there and I've been meeting to go out there you're I was supposed to go out there in November, but I've been crazy busy with shooting my own content. It's been insane. Like, I feel like I don't have any time, you know, cause it's also doing that with feature dancings. I've been traveling multiple times a month for that. And also on top of that shooting, driving back and forth from the desert, you know, when I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I have no me time, but she's been trying to get me to come out there because, you know, in November was whitetail season. And, uh, the last time I went out there hunting with her, we were hunting for access deer, and so, uh, you can hunt axis deer out there in Texas all year long without a tag because they're not indigenous to the area. They're really bad for the ecosystem. Yeah. And uh, they just breed like crazy. And so, she had uh, – we were going on a friend of hers land, and when we were out there, we barely seen any axis. But we went – she also told me, too, the time we were, of the year we were going is really, really hot. They bed down all day. They're not – they're a type of deer that doesn't like the heat. But we've seen tons of whitetail everywhere. Mm-hmm. We literally – like I was literally literally seen one axis from like a very far distance, you know, and mm-hmm. all like we just couldn't we we're just flooded with tails. I was like, oh, I can't wait to come back for this, but <sighs> I haven't been able to find the time. But soon next time I keep saying that, like, but coming up soon, because like I said, now that I'm doing my own content and everything and I'm being a lot more picky with my uh, with the scenes that I'm booking and everything. I'm I'm finding the time you know, a lot more me time for traveling. And so I've been really planning on doing a lot more traveling for shooting content too. So mix it all up with that.
0: And, yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask you if shooting your own content now was kind of allowing you the opportunity to be more selective mm-hmm. about who you work with and you know banking up on stuff so that you can go and have some you time. And the great thing about shooting your own content, especially if you have, you know, somebody that you're with, who you can shoot with, Mm -hmm. that you guys can travel and you can also shoot content Mm -hmm. when you travel. Mm -hmm. Like you can go to like, say, Thailand and like Mm -hmm. just shoot some beautiful stuff like on the beach or something. Mm -hmm. And so what a wonderful opportunity to play, but also make some work into it. And then also too, you can write off All of your fucking travel expenses because technically it's work. Yeah. So it's like a, it's a really great way to, you know, monetize not only like your vacations but also to to have that more control and, mm-hmm, and be able sure. to have more time for yourself yes
1: exactly and even today too when i was sitting in the car you know waiting to come up here you know even my my agent was trying to book me a scene that was like three four hundred dollars under my rate mm-hmm. and so i could easily say no thank you yeah you know yeah no way but i even besides that too i'm just kind of like even just stuff in general, like unless it's something that's like really important, I'm just kind of like trying to scale back to just totally. to like kind of catch up on myself and catch up on my content and, Get rid of this bronchitis and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I just, uh, I just feel very overwhelmed right now, and also, like I said, I've been traveling tons for feature dancing, and yeah. that takes. Do you think like, you might slow down on the feature dancing? Mm, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's slowing down. Um, and I mean, I'm actually, I'm pretty grateful that so many clubs want me everywhere. I, I know it's that, hard
0: to say no, right? I, I
1: yeah, get the same feeling because I, I feel like if
0: I turn stuff down, then they'll never. Come back to me, or like for some reason everything else will fall through, and then all these people that I said no to will be like, we're not interested anymore. Like yeah. that, that fear. Yes. Yeah, yes. That.
1: No, I get that too for sure. Even when it, you know, even when um, I kind of decided to scale back on the booking, I'm just like, because mm-hmm. hey, they're yeah. still calling me and trying to book. So there's even a couple of things that I'm like, okay, I'll still take it, just cause like. But I'm kind of like you know finding ways to say no and like you know putting me first and. Um, But I was going to say, like, even with feature dancing, I already said that I'm not going to do any more smoking clubs. And so I was like, okay, maybe that will help scale that back a little bit, but still doesn't really seem like it. Because even my feature dancing day was like, okay, cool, we'll just find you other clubs for those days. and Okay. Everybody wants you, Brittany. (laughs) I know, but I was so grateful too. Because I I know there's a lot of girls that want to feature dance and can't. Because there's, I mean, it's just, the industry is so inundated with girls there's so many girls and i mean like what 10 20 years ago feature dancing was like was a lot more popular and everyone was doing it and everyone was big stars and everything and it seems like a lot different now the feature dancing thing isn't as big as it used to be and Mm -hmm. there's not enough spaces to go around with all that so i'm happy that um yeah that i'm locked in (laughs) yeah
0: yeah so one of the last things i wanted to ask you about is um what it's like to raise a child As a porn star, because I know that that is something that a lot of people in our industry are dealing with. There's a lot of people who are performers who are parents. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, once you get to that point where your kid's old enough to you know, go online and basically accidentally possibly stumble across (laughs) your content because now with the internet and social media, it's much easier for your kids to find out. So how, how are you handling that? You recently had an issue with your daughter, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Yeah, we did. Um, I, you know, I guess, you know, my biggest mistake was just, you know, putting it off me talking to her as long as I did, you know, mm-hmm. I should have, I should have talked to her a long time ago before anything came close to coming up at school or anything like that. So that she would be prepared and would know what to say and how to handle it. And I just kept putting off. I just didn't think that she was even on to anything. She's, she, she's not somebody that really talks that She's not, she's very to herself and she's very respectful. And that's another thing too, is when it did, everything did come out. She was just like, Oh, like I was scared to tell you cause I didn't want you to get mad. But I mean, you wow. know, I, and I've talked to other people too, that their kids are just like, they'll find out and be like, ah, da, da, da. Yeah. how dare you am like we'll freak out on them and just attack them like oh no my daughter's nothing like that she's how very amazing respectful that, yeah I mean
0: how amazing that like your daughter bore the brunt of you know whatever she did mm-hmm. and didn't reveal it to you because she didn't want to put that burden on you yeah
1: well see what happened though I know well I guess it was about a year ago when there was first signs at school, I guess, of this happening, and I never heard anything. It was in her after-school program. There was some girl that, I guess, found some stuff online. I don't know how or, how, or anything. But then um, this year, though, at the beginning of the year, I guess the same girl was talking to other people and had pulled up some stuff online and then was showing people. And then so these other boys were like, I guess they, they had Googled the same stuff and was trying to show her and be like, oh, is this your mom? Is this your mom? And stuff like that. And so I got a call, you know, from school that, you know, um, she was in the counselor's office and they were helping her, you know, to calm her down and everything. And so that's why, you know, I had jumped on that. We had talked to, talk to you a couple of the vice principals and <clears throat> how did the they- staff... At the school, handle it. Were they like respectful of you in your career? Oh yeah, or yeah they, Oh yeah, no, they, they, they were very respectful. They didn't, they didn't ask any questions or anything. Because I that's, mean, good. It, it really, yeah, it's not like uh, I don't know. I, I know it's probably an unprecedented thing for them, but at the same time, it's like. It's a career. It's a legal job. It's not you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were even telling me too. You know, they're like, oh, you know, your daughter's so well behaved, and so you tell her she's so well raised, and everything like that. I'm just like, oh, you know, it's really I heard from two different people that I talk to. So that's really nice. Yeah. And so, I mean, uh, because they were even talking about this other girl too. You know, like you know, you can probably what they were what they had kind of perceived was that this girl's having problems at home and all this kind of stuff that she's kind of a troubled child and everything and all this stuff and obviously that's usually the kind of kids that are dealing with all this kind of st- or that, this, that bring up all this kind of stuff so I don't know uh, we got it handled and she hasn't had any problems since you know but oh, I was like on it I was like, like what are you going to do to make sure these kids get with it? Uh, yeah. I was like I wanted justice <laughs> yeah 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 yes I know but I, I, we got it
0: <laughs> so how is your relationship with your daughter now like now that she knows and you know that she knows like mm-hmm. when you go to work does she know where you're going? Yeah, Like, is she just, is she, do you guys talk about it much? Oh yeah. Just- no,
1: we don't talk about it much, but, um, she's, she's, everything's exactly the same. Okay. And even before everything came out, I, I, I I never lied to her. I was never like, oh, like, I'm a veterinarian or anything like that. (laughs) I was always like, I'm a model, you know? So I wasn't very far from the truth. Right. Just I was giving her details about it. Right. And also, you know, like, I've done mainstream movies and stuff. And, you know, she'll show her parts of those things and stuff. And so she knows that. She knows little things that I do, you Mm -hmm. know? So... Yeah, it wasn't, like, a huge shock. And and I don't know how long she's really known, even before that year. She's probably known a lot longer than I've even, you know, know. She's just kind of like, mm, whatever, you know. She's, she's not a very emotional child, you know. Not, not too much bothers her, really. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. She's, like, very, like, a techie. She's always online and just – um she already knows what she wants to do for a living. She already knows she wants to go to a tech college and everything. Oh, so great. She,
0: yeah. That's like, really good. Mm. I can – I mean, I can – I was saying to you before the podcast, I can relate to you. My mom was never a performer, but, you know, she was Suze Randall, and she Mm. was a very famous erotic photographer, and she directed some movies. And I, you know, my parents never hid what they did from me when I was a kid. People always ask me, like, when was the moment you found out? And there was never, like, a moment. I just kind of always knew. I don't remember, like finding out. I think it was just something that was always in the background. I knew that what mom and dad was, they, you know, took pictures and made movies for grownups and it Mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, when I was older, I could look at it, but I was too young. And so, um, it wasn't really that big of a deal for me. What the issue was, was what I was going to tell other people. Mm-hmm. So like when I would go to school, like what I would tell my friends, you know, if they asked me what mm-hmm. my parents did for a living. And so I would say my mom's a photographer. And then if there was, so we had to, we had to basically come up with a plan of like yeah. how I could lie about what my mom did for a living, yeah,
1: exactly, you That's know, but I not like
0: totally lie. Mm-hmm. Like, so she's a photographer. She's done. And she had done some glamor stuff. She shot like, uh, some album covers, uh, for like Robert Palmer and this band called revenge. And she did, um, some catalog work for this, uh, like a uh, really bad eighties, like uh, swimsuit lingerie catalog. <laughs> so I was able to reference those things, mm-hmm. but I had an experience too. I had an experience where a kid brought a penthouse magazine because mm. back then we had magazines, not the yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. And they brought a penthouse magazine into school And I don't remember how we found out, but my mom's name was there and it was a layout that she had shot. It wasn't, she wasn't in it, but the guy like didn't seem to really understand. English Mm. was a second language. Oh, okay. And he was telling everybody in the school that that was my mom. The woman in the layout was my mother, not that she was the photographer. And I was trying to explain to him, that's not my mom. She shot that. Mm Mm-hmm. But like it didn't matter, you know, yeah. and like all the kids got really like.
1: What grade was that?
0: Um, probably like fifth grade or something oh, like that. Jeez. And then the principal got a hold of the magazine, and my mom got called in, and um, I mean, I didn't bring the magazine to school; the kid did. Yeah. And. Uh, I remember my mom told them. She goes, oh, well, finally you have some good reading material.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That does sound like your mom would say. That's something that yeah. my mom would say. <laughs> your mom's so charismatic. Yeah. It. She probably handle that very did well. Did my mom
0: ever shoot you? I know I shot you, or we shot
1: you yeah. with my mom, for my mom's the, website. We, she did the, um, the, uh, go see with me. And okay. I thought that she was going to shoot. That, that was around the time when it was, she was kind of, uh, she was stepping back out. and yeah. me and Thomas so, Rifter were shooting. Yeah. yeah. Cause Shai, she brought me to see your mom and something. I, yeah. I thought that she was going to shoot me, but then yeah, you ended up shooting me. It was also it ended up being on Sue's site on yes. Sue's dot net, but yeah. I remember yes, we you had times. extensions, yeah, yeah, and we, like, yeah. Had to put them in a ponytail. I know I had, a, yeah, a super platinum blonde were, hair. Yeah, this is all my were, real hair. Yeah, your hair. Looks, <laughs> I remember your extensions. They weren't, they weren't the best. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, <laughs> they were like short and then yeah. long, and we were like, uh, yeah, "What we're, are we gonna do with your?" I hair? do remember that. Yeah. No, I know this is all natural hair, natural color, natural.
0: Oh. It's beautiful. Thank you. I know, it's but this, it was,
1: a, it, was, a, it, was a, it was a hard transition trying to transition out of that. Um, platinum blonde, broken hair. You know, you kind t- of just have to let it just yeah, grow out. I just let everything grow out. I'm so happy that I went through all that, but it was years of getting my hair yeah, to this. And
0: I think also too, as you get older, you start to accept your natural hair. Like I actually wear my hair curly mm-hmm. now, which mm-hmm. my hair's always been curly, but I used to straighten it all the time and I would spend all this money straightening it. And yeah, like last year I was like, fuck it, dude, I'm just going to, and I get it cut now to work with yeah. my curls. And yeah. so people are surprised. They're like, Oh my God, you curled your hair. I'm like, no, I actually have curly <laughs> hair. I've just been straightening this whole yeah. time. You get older, you start to, like, accept who you are and, yeah, like, yeah, who you are. Yeah, exactly.
1: I yeah. was like, why was I changing this? I was so, oh, I love this. The only thing that I don't like, though, is I have very fine hair. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I feel it's always flat. But um, but
0: it's beautiful and it moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I
1: know. It moves too much. Like, when we're shooting, it's always in my eyes and yeah. my mouth. And, oh, and yeah. I think having to do that, you know, in a scene, when you're trying to be, like, focus on the scene and trying to be in it. And I know. you're, like, constantly like, oh, ah! I you, I feel like, ah! the hair flip you know like the pro yeah. girls you know like to
0: do the hair flip right before they go down for yeah. the blow jobs. No, I, so that, you know you can see
1: i'm like hyper focused on my hair now you know it's like too much because i know it's just fucking always there yeah, yeah.
0: i, I want to do a website that's just like girls in ponytails like, yeah. Girls in Ponytails giving blowjobs. Like, yes. that's the website, like ponytail blowjobs. And then it's just like, no one has to fucking tip, fuck with their hair, get hair yes. out of their face. Nobody's to hold their hair back. Just like, life is just yes. easy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> fantastic. Yes.
0: Uh, so, you also have a mainstream movie coming out.
1: Yes, I do. Tell us about that. It's called The Arrangement. It's a thriller movie starring Eric Roberts. And we shot this in Philadelphia about a year ago and they recently did the premiere and I was feature dancing. I wasn't able to make it, but they recently sent me the link so I can view it. So I need to be, I'm going to view that tonight. I've been so busy getting ready for Avian. I just been like, Oh, I need to put it in my calendar so I don't forget again, but I can't wait to see it because the trailer even looks amazing. They have the trailer on YouTube. Um, I think it's just the arrangement movie. If you look that up and it's like, Oh, makes you want to watch it. It's, it's a, uh, it's so can you tell us what the movie's about and what your character is? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. i <laughs> just like Alexander, i like, oh, my God, it's so <laughs> um, Yeah, so um, the the movie is about uh, – so Eric Roberts, is he's the devil, and he makes these 12-year deals with people. And my character is someone who, blah, blah, someone who makes one of these deals. I don't have a huge role in this, but um, I got a, like an okay role. But um, I play a porn star in it, so <laughs> – go figure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, um it's coming out probably um within the, in the next couple months. They haven't set a release date yet, but is it going to be released in theaters or is it just going to be online? No, or? yeah, I think they said they're trying to get it released on Netflix. So oh, hopefully cool. that's where it's going to be. Um I recently had another mainstream movie come out called called Girls, Guns, and Blood. Oh, yeah. I actually heard about that. Yeah. And so it's actually nominated for um, Mainstream Venture of the Year at AVN. Oh, cool. Yeah. So fingers crossed. But um, uh, that one, you can actually see it now on Amazon Prime, if you guys have Amazon Prime, and um, Google Play, and itunes all all the things mm-hmm. but yeah they they recently released it for free on amazon prime so that's cool. that's cool and most people have that but um that one was super fun because it's it's like a kind of like quentin tarantino grindhouse style movie mm-hmm. and so it's very campy but that's like the best part of it uh, yeah it's, it's it's so much fun that was such a fun movie i hope to get to do something else like that in the future
0: yeah well, and you're a great actress too. You know, the few times that, that I've so had rich. you, um, in movies, like remember that digital playground movie with the fucking stones. You guys had to stick up your vagina.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was actually nominated for best actress for that too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cause you were,
0: you were running the whole, it was like a couple's therapy. Yeah. I think was yeah. Called couples therapy was the name a of it. A couple's
1: vacation. Couples vacation. Yeah.
0: Yeah. At least somebody remembers,
1: <laughs> but I just
0: remember like we had to stick these stones up your vagina. It was such a pain in the ass. And I think one, went up like nina north's vagina we had a hard time
1: fishing it out yeah those those um yeah because we cut the because <laughs> we cut the strings off so they're actually those um they're kind of like kegel exercise yes. things that you guys got and so there's different sizes because you're supposed to like work your way up but you yeah. guys cut the strings off that are supposed to help pull them out Yeah, because it would look you <laughs> <bad. laughs> know but that's how you're supposed to get them out with those strings <laughs> but then we ended yeah. up them, like <laughs> lost up someone's vagina i think yeah. it was nina and we were like Dude. <laughs> this is not cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know because I, I, yeah, I think i know part you're talking about she was supposed to like kind of because she was supposed to be coming on to me in this yeah it was doing scene, your sex scene and she kind of like set like bent over and i'm supposed to notice it in her vagina but yeah. we couldn't see anything we're like trying to dig it. i'm like wait where <laughs> i'm not, like there's nothing for me to notice and then it ended up being yeah all the way, like, up, way in up there, up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: it took some digging Oh, the glamorous life of (laughs) shooting porn. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on, Brittany. It was really a pleasure to have you. Oh,
1: are we done already? Oh, we're done. it's been an hour. It's Thank crazy. Thank you so much right? for having me.
0: Yes. flies by. Yes. So can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media?
1: Yes. On both Twitter and Instagram is Brittany underscore Amber, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y underscore A-M-B-E-R. And then also uh, my model hub, porn hub channel. Please come find me on that. Um, Yes, I'm having so much fun over there. You guys got to come check it so out. i got tons just- of free videos. Tons of uh, uh, also my fan club's an amazing price right now. It's only um nine ninety nine. Access to all of um my my paid videos, my downloads, everything like that. And then you can also get a special personalized message from me. I've been doing that recently. That's a lot of fun. People like love that. And then, um, where else can you find me on YouTube? I'm sorry. Yeah. And also YouTube, um, dot com slash Scorpio. I'm going to be uploading more very soon on there. I just been, like I said, con- uh, putting a lot more time into, um, content for model hub and Pornhub, but I'm, Going to be shifting gears soon. So, for people to find you on Model Hub,
0: did they just go to modelhub.com and just search Britney Amber? Or is it like yeah, modelhub.com slash? Uh, yeah, Brittany Brittany Amber?
1: Model hub, modelhub.com slash the Brittany Amber, I think the on Brittany there. Amber. But okay. yeah, also on porn, it's like pornhub.com slash porn star slash Brittany dash Amber. Britney Amber. B R I T N E Y is how I spelled Brittany. I hate that there's 20 ways to spell Britney. It's I so know. fucking annoying. Yeah, yeah. It is.
0: But basically, if people go to your social media, you have links to all of those things, right? Like yes. on your Twitter. Yeah. So that's probably the best way to access all of Britney's content. Yes. And um, maybe she'll be gracing us with some more bush paintings. Oh
1: my God. I know. I can't wait to do more of those. I think it'd be
0: really cool. I really think you should do more of that.
1: I'm so excited to do more of those. (laughs) And
0: make sure that you check out her new mainstream movie, The Arrangements. Yes. The arrangement. coming out soon. Check the trailer out on YouTube. Yes, check
1: it out. Yes, it's and, very captivating.
0: Yeah, sounds like it. And then <laughs> you also have some upcoming dancing dates, right?
1: Yes, I do. Um, the one that's coming up next is uh, March four, or, blah, March 13th and 14th um, at Expose in uh, San Diego. And then after that in April, I'm going to be going up north. The Deja Vu tour up north I think it's the 20 oh my gosh I gotta post I'll be posting this online it's just like too far in the future oh yeah the 23rd through the 25th and then, yeah, I got other dates coming up soon too, um, in Florida and in Philadelphia. And I'll be posting about all that stuff on my social media. Fantastic. And then you guys can find me at Holly Randall on Instagram
0: and on Twitter. Also to don't forget, I have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Holly Randall unfiltered. We had our first, uh, big argument in the comments on there. So I feel like my Facebook has finally arrived because you <laughs> don't really have a face, a functioning Facebook group until people start fighting with each other. So come join the <laughs> argument. <Congratulations. laughs> Yay, i am arrived. <laughs> and then uh, if you're listening to this on the audio platforms, you can also see all of these interviews on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Unfiltered. And of course, if you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash Unfiltered. Thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to my show. If you're a long-time listener or a new one, I've got a lot of interviews, so make sure you check out everything from the beginning of my catalog, because there's some real gems back in the early days of the show. And if you enjoy this show, there's a couple of things that you can do to support it. First of all, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate me five stars and leave a review. It's incredibly helpful to get my show up in the charts. Secondly, you can join my Patreon for as little as $5 a month and watch the interviews stream live, which by the way, gives you access to my episodes way before anyone else. You can also get signed prints, books, merchandise, such as shirts and mugs, access to my private Snapchat, and a free membership to my website, hollyrandall.com. Plus I offer tons of bonus content. Q&A with your favorite guests that you cannot hear on the free platforms, and of course, my exclusive bonus podcast, My LA Porn Life, that I do with my production manager, Eva. It gives you a real and hilarious insight into what it takes to run a small porn company like mine, because trust me, my job, though stressful, awkward, and facepalm ridiculous as it is sometimes, well, it's never boring. And we definitely give you the juicy behind-the-scenes dish that you can't get anywhere else. Plus, Eva's dating life is absolutely hilarious, and she holds nothing back. So, go to patreon.com slash Unfiltered and join the community. Your support helps me in my journey to change people's minds about the adult industry, and hopefully the lives of the people in it. So, next week is February, Right? And you know that February is the month of love with Valentine's Day. And because I love you guys so much, I'm going to be bringing you two episodes a week for all of February. I have my special live podcast from the panel that I did at Expiz with Lena Paul and Whitney Wright on performers becoming directors. And then I have All of the interviews that I did at AVN at the adult time booth. So there's so much, so much good content coming in February for you guys, starting next Monday with my XBiz live panel. So make sure that you come back next week on Monday and then again on Wednesday and then Monday and then Wednesday for the rest of February. And while I'm at it, don't forget guys, leave a rating, leave a review join my Patreon. I very much appreciate it.